The current real estate commission structure of paying five to 6% of the sale price is coming to an end and reform is inevitable. Many agents and brokers are unwilling to adapt and are hanging on for dear life to a sinking ship. If you're an agent willing to innovate, there are three things you need to do right now to not just survive, but thrive. Find out on today's video coming up. This video is brought to you by FreeComps, a free software that gives you the value of any house in seconds. Get your free copy now at compmydeal.com. If you're new here, my name is Jerry Norton. I've been a full-time real estate investor now for almost 18 years. Amongst other things, I specialize in flipping houses all across the country, and I've helped thousands of new investors get into the game of flipping and create six-figure and even seven-figure incomes. If you want to learn how to flip houses so you can live your dream life, be sure to subscribe to my channel and click the bell icon to get notified when new videos are released. This is now the second video I've released specifically addressing the legal battles that will ultimately result in commission reform. Now be sure to watch the first video to really understand why commission reform is being disrupted. I'll put the link to that video in the description below for you. Since that video, there has been even more progress leading to reform. There seems to be no end to the constant barrage of lawsuits imposed on the National Association of Realtors, or NAR, for allegedly price-fixing and violating free trade laws. The biggest of these lawsuits currently taking place is with the Department of Justice, or DOJ. Now, this lawsuit has turned messy and ugly, and it's clear that the DOJ is after commission reform. Let me quickly summarize what's going on. And in case you don't know, the Department of Justice, or DOJ, is the highest court in the country, and since they can only take on a few cases per year, they have to be very selective. The unwritten rule is that the DOJ is not going to take on a case unless they plan on making an example out of you. Now, apparently, NAR is unaware of this because their approach has been defiant and combative, and it's becoming obvious that NAR is unwilling to change some of its antiquated policies and isn't going down without a fight, and I believe this is not going to end well for NAR. Earlier this year, the DOJ and NAR came to a settlement, and then the DOJ withdrew their settlement because they wanted to take a harder stance on some of NAR's price-fixing tactics. Now, this is what the DOJ said about its withdrawal. Real estate is central to the American economy and consumers pay billions of dollars in real estate commissions every year. We cannot be bound by a settlement that prevents our ability to protect competition in a market that profoundly affects Americans' financial well-being. In other words, the DOJ is coming after real estate agent commissions. Now, in order to understand why agent commissions are in the DOJ's crosshairs, you need to first understand the current commission structure in America. Let me briefly explain. When a homeowner decides to sell his property using real estate agents, he must agree to pay two agents. First is the listing agent who represents the seller's best interest in the home selling process. Although technically negotiable, the average listing fee commission is 2.5 to 3% of the sale price. But in addition to paying his listing agent a commission, the seller also has to pay the agent who represents the buyer called the buyer's agent and the average commission for the buyer's agent is also 25 to 3%. So for example, if a homeowner sells his home for $500,000 and pays agents 6% total in commissions, he ends up paying $30,000 in commissions. Now, if you think that sounds high, you're right. Did you know that in America, the commission structure is twice the rate of other developed countries? 
That means if you took the $85 billion paid in real estate commissions just last year alone and you cut it in half, you would put $42.5 billion back into the pockets of homeowners in America. But NAR and many agents and brokers disagree and argue that their fees of 5 to 6% are justified for the services rendered and are fighting desperately to uphold the current commission structure. To prove my point, go to the comment section below the first video or this video and read the comments from angry agents who watch this video. They will tell you all about how hard they work to earn their commissions. That may be true, but they are missing the point entirely. The real issue the DOJ has and many other reform advocates and the reason for NAR's never-ending lawsuits is because NAR uses price-fixing tactics to prevent a lower commission structure from being available. And that violates antitrust and free trade laws. Here's the thing. If you're an agent and you think you deserve $15,000 to list a home for sale and you can justify those fees for the service provided and a seller is willing to pay it, great, good for you. Charge whatever fees you want. But you can't prevent another agent from charging a discount service fee of let's say $500 to list a home for sale. That is price fixing and violates antitrust laws. Now, this fight with NAR and commission reform is nothing new. I got my real estate license nearly 18 years ago in Michigan and my broker's license about 10 years ago. And I remember when I first got my license, NAR was in the middle of a lawsuit with my local MLS because NAR would not allow flat fee brokers on the MLS. Hello, price fixing. In fact, I'm convinced that when you join NAR, what you're really pledging is to pay dues for NAR to fight legal battles to maintain 6% commissions. And it's worked so far, but that's finally about to change. Commission reform is way overdue, and NAR is the Titanic that just crashed into the iceberg. Here's NAR's defiant response to the DOJ over commission reform. NAR is committed to act in the best interest of buyers and sellers across the country and will continue to update our policies and rules to protect consumers and promote transparency and efficiency in the real estate marketplace. Best interests of buyers and sellers? yet unwilling to allow free trade? Let me be the press secretary for NAR and revise this statement. NAR is committed to act in the best interest of its agents and brokers and use the hundreds of millions of dollars received annually from association dues to fight ongoing lawsuits to uphold 6% commission structure. And it's not just the DOJ that is demanding commission reform. The consumers are fed up with it as well. According to a recent Harris poll, two out of every three Americans who bought or sold a home in the last five years said the system is unfair. 65% say traditional agent commissions are undeserved given technology advances, and 60% say they're missing out on massive equity appreciation because of commissions. So now that I've alienated all of the real estate agents who are on the Titanic holding on for dear life, let me talk to those of you willing to innovate. If you're a real estate agent and you want to not just survive but thrive, there are three things you need to start doing right away. First, as a buyer's agent, be open and forthcoming about how much you get paid as a buyer's agent. One of the biggest arguments from the reform advocates is that buyer's agents tell buyers that it's free for their services, which is not true. Just because the seller pays the commission and not the buyer doesn't mean it's free. Indirectly, the buyer still pays in a way because the seller has to account for the commissions and the price the buyer pays. There should be no surprises at closing when a buyer realizes on the settlement statement that their agent made tens of thousands of dollars without their knowledge. 
Instead, be open about how much you're going to earn in commission and explain the value you're providing for the fee you're earning. The second thing you should start doing as an agent to innovate is over-deliver on value. Find ways to go above and beyond for your clients so there is no question that you deserve your fees. For example, I just flipped a house in Belton, Missouri, and the listing agent I hired provided so much extra value. She helped me with design ideas and provided referrals for contractors. And once it was listed, she stopped by the property frequently to keep an eye on it. She made sure the lawn was getting cut. She communicated with me often and provided me feedback from showings. Once we had a buyer, she handled everything to be ready for closing and even coordinated a handyman to take care of items a buyer wanted fixed. And I gladly paid her 3% and I wanna do more deals in that area just because I have her on my team. By the way, if you're in that market, look up Jenny Dillich with eXp Realty or go to kchomeliving.com. In Metro Detroit, where I'm from and still do a lot of deals, my kid brother Kevin is my listing agent and I give him all of my listings and gladly pay him 3% because I know he has my back. He looks out for me. He wants me to win and like Jenny in Missouri, he goes above and beyond and even oversees my rehabs. He makes himself unreplaceable and more than justifies his commissions. Thank you, Kevy, for all you do. You are a freaking rock star. Now, the third thing you should start doing as an agent, and this is a big one, and that is to be an advocate for untying buyer and seller commissions. That is to say, agreeing that buyers and sellers should hire their own agents directly and independently of each other. The seller pays his agent and the buyer pays his agent. By making this change, the buyer would know exactly how much they are paying for agent representation. And the seller wouldn't feel forced to offer a customary 3% buyer's agent commission to attract agents to show their home. This change aligns with other industries. And I know this is a tough one and very unpopular for many agents and goes against NAR, but it promotes trust with customers and it's going to happen anyway. So stop fighting it. If you really are a good agent, this change will actually benefit you because it will lower the barrier to entry for new agents who currently automatically get 3% regardless of whether they perform well or not. This change would actually leave the most experienced, productive, and trusted agents in a better position. If you're against providing a free market structure that isn't fixed, it tells me you have little confidence in your ability to earn your high commission. Look, the bottom line is this, whether it's government intervention or voluntary innovation, commission reform really is coming. Are you gonna innovate and change or sink and drown? Are you gonna make history or become history? It's your choice. And if you're a real estate investor, building relationships with agents is one of the most effective ways to find good deals. So be sure to get my tips and scripts to get dozens of agents in your market to bring you deals, plus my agent offer sheet with the 10 most important things you need when making offers with agents. Now, if you're an agent and you want to learn how to work more with investors, I also recommend you get this as well. Best of all, I'll give it to you for free. Just go to agentofferscripts.com to download that now. And finally, here on my channel, I release a lot of videos where I demonstrate live how to work with agents when buying distressed properties. So next, I want you to watch a video where I show you on a live call how to make a cash offer on a house listed with a real estate agent. So watch that video now, and if you haven't yet, don't forget to subscribe to my channel with almost 800 videos. This is the number one channel on YouTube for all things flipping, and I'll see you on the next video.